0: It's dangerous. It's dangerous.
1: Everybody come to the Breakfast Club. I call
2: this the hot (laughs) seat. Y'all are wild. Y'all are wild. Can I live? You are out of control. (laughs) I can't even deal with you. Y'all are so (laughs) petty, Why are y'all so (laughs) petty?
0: The world's most dangerous morning show. DJ Envy.
3: Captain of this bitch.
0: Angela Yee. I stay
4: in everybody's business, but in a good way.
5: Charlemagne the God. The ruler rubbing you the wrong way. The Breakfast Club. Made for everybody.
3: Yee, my voice is a little crazy. Hey, Charlemagne. Don't talk to me yet. I'm Good morning, USA. Yo, 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 yo. Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, D. Mv. Charlemagne the guy. Peace to the planet. It's Tuesday.
5: Is it? Yes, it's Tuesday. Okay, it is Tuesday.
3: Yes, it's Tuesday. I got a little thrown off this
5: morning. I walked in and it said it's OJ Simpson's birthday. I know O.J. Simpson was a cancer. That can't be right. he's 72 today. I've never heard that ever in my life, that Mm -hmm. O.J. Simpson is a cancer?
3: Well. Wow. Well, he is.
5: Well, so is Tom Hanks. Drop on the clues bonds for the greatest actor of all time, Danny. (laughs) All right? Okay? It's his birthday, too.
3: Yeah. Well, good morning, guys. Good morning. What's what's your voice? I'm catching a little cold, I guess. Uh, uh Uh-oh. Being in the heat and then going into the air conditioning, and my voice is a little crazy today.
5: Oh, today's National No Broad Day, Envy, so
3: you should be happy to hear about that. You letting them hang today? I'm letting them hang. Okay. I'm, I'm letting them right. hang. Let them hang. Goodness gracious.
4: Yes, indeed. Well, um,
3: Master P will be joining us this morning. The living
5: legend.
4: I got the hookup, too. That's right. right.
5: Somebody who we should be giving flowers to while they're still here.
6: That's right.
4: And um, yeah. Oh, my goddaughter's in town all this week, so okay. she's staying with me. How old is she? Which is interesting. She's about to go to college. She's okay. going to St. John's, so she starts college. Uh, she moves into her dorm in August. So she just got here, and it's interesting. What are you doing with her? Uh, well, yesterday I had to do this event with Google, and I brought her to that event. So uh-huh. she had an opportunity to hear everybody discuss uh, entrepreneurship and how Google helps out with that and Google, all of those things. So she enjoyed that. And I'm actually just uh, paying her to, to help me okay. for the next couple of weeks and work with me and everything. That's pretty so, cool. Yeah, so she's going to have a good time, but she is going to get put to work.
3: What's amazing, you know?
4: Not yeah, She didn't even start yet.
3: Oh, okay. I don't know if she was, you know, going to a certain school or something she's like that. She's going
4: to St. John's, so she has to well, you know they have yet.
3: schools, like business school in St. John's, they have the health class or whatever Whatever. Yeah, it was. I don't know
4: if she knows what she wants to do yet, but she's already teaching me a lot of different things about YouTubers that I never heard about. She was telling me something about some 12-year-old on YouTube that pretends to be 15 and some crazy things happen. It sounded very scary. Really? Then we were watching Euphoria, and I was like, I don't know if you should be watching this.
3: Yeah, maybe. Not. Well, yeah, she's 18.
4: Yeah, so, you know. I don't know. It just feels weird. I've known it since she was born. Yeah. So it's weird for me to see, like, this little girl who I've been in her life since she was born, all grown up now. Okay. Well, that's
5: what happens. We start off as kids, and then we... Growing to
3: adults—that's all you gotta. But out she, of that?
4: she lives in Seattle. She lives in, <laughs> she lives in Seattle, so I don't get to see her that much. So you know, during the increments of time now, she's going to college, right. and it's just amazing. It so. feels
5: good to hear young ladies talking about college this summer, because all I keep hearing about is hot girl summers. Everybody's majoring in being a hot girl this summer. My God, goodness gracious! My hot girl summer, city girl summer, city
3: boy summer—like it just feels good to hear somebody talking about going to school. All right. right? Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news. What we talking about?
4: Uh, yes. Yeah, so a mother gave birth to somebody else babies
3: will tell you what happened. Okay, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's amazing Club. how you can hear
5: one thing in a Breakfast Club interview and you can think about it for years to come. Like, I'll never Which forget mean? when Tracy Morgan told our uh, board, Op Drom, that he got some butthole around his beard. So mm-hmm. Drom's in here eating a bagel and he's wiping his mouth. And I just can't help but think he's wiping
3: some butthole off his beard. Was Good that- morning, everybody. How are you? Was that what you was doing, John? No. Okay. All right, well, let's get into some front page news. What are we talking about, Yee?
4: Well, let's talk about Team USA Women's World Cup, the final victory delivered 14.3 million viewers for Fox. So that is amazing that that many people watched as the women won.
5: Yeah, so those women should be getting paid, you know, uh, just like the men do if they bring it in those kind of numbers. Yeah, they're having a huge parade today in the city. Yes. Yeah, so. Use Ticket Tape Parade.
4: They said it's 22% over the Men's World Cup Final from 2018. That's what I'm wow. saying. You, you
5: can justify, you know, not paying, you know, women in sports when they're not bringing in the numbers or they're not bringing in the fans that the guys do. But when they're bringing in more than the guys, how can you justify not paying them?
3: Absolutely.
4: All right. Now, a mother gave birth to another couple's babies. And that's because there was a mix-up with the IVF at the fertility clinic. And now they are actually filing a lawsuit. As they said, the mother is Asian and she gave birth to two non-Asian babies. Hmm. Each child was a genetic match to a different couple who were also clients at that fertility clinic and they were actually forced to give up custody of the babies to their genetic parents. So imagine, yes, you pregnant, give birth to the babies and then find out the babies aren't even yours after you go through that whole process. They still don't know what happened to their two embryos that were supposed to be transferred. So uh, they're suing now for physical and emotional harm and medical malpractice, negligence and 14 other counts as well. And where was this? Uh, this was in New York. A mm. couple from New York.
5: Nothing like getting the wrong order when you you know you got the craving for something else. I mean that's <laughs> you know really tra- <laughs> that's really traumatic is
4: yes. that you go through the whole process of being oh pregnant goodness. and giving birth.
3: And you got to give up to those babies? That's right? That's crazy.
5: I ordered a number 1 chicken sandwich with cheese and pickles. All right? And you gave me nuggets. All right. <laughs> now
4: a YouTube executive called the cops on a black man just because he was Waiting for a friend um, outside of the building, which was a crazy video. I actually saw this video yesterday. The man called 911. The man's name is Christopher Cooker, who's the YouTube executive. He's a white man. He's with his son, and he accused Wesley Mich- I don't know if his name is Michael or Wesley Michelle. He's a black man for tri- trespassing in San Francisco at his building. Here's what happened.
1: Friend on the call box and have them come down. They don't have to do that. You could just walk away. I'm
0: going to call the police. Like oh, yes, Daddy, yes, yes, yes. Call the police. Oh
1: Sir, I'll hold the door here for you. While that you is call okay. Your
0: Nobody's asking you to hold the door. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, there's a trespasser in my building. Daddy oh. no. Please go. Listen to your son.
3: Daddy, go. It's okay. the better. I, I agree with him, Daddy. I don't like this. Let's go. That's crazy. Even
4: his son is telling him, I agree with him. Listen to the kids, bro. Even the kid was like, he's not even doing anything. Let's go. Let him go. Well,
5: that's because kids can see uh, the the truthfulness of a situation. So the kids saw that that was some BS. But I bet you Negroes won't um, boycott YouTube. Some of y'all whole existence is because of YouTube. Y'all making y'all livings because of YouTube. Y'all love YouTube so much. I bet you won't even fix your mouth to call for a boycott of YouTube, will you? Well,
4: I don't know that this is YouTube's fault. Of course, that this happened. But, but, he but YouTube, the guy at YouTube. YouTube needs to take action. We don't even know what YouTube's going to do yet. They just you, broke the story you, you, yesterday.
5: Usually, when stuff like this happens, what do we do? We call for the person's employee or employer and to that's do something. What we should do. Are we boycott the employee or the employer? But we love YouTube too much to ever do something like that.
4: No, I think YouTube definitely has to take responsibility for something like this. So we will see what happens because. I'm sure this story went viral so I can't imagine that there's not going to be some pressure now so at the end of the clip you can hear the friend that he was waiting for showing up and he's telling her it took her forever to arrive and that's when uh, Christopher Cougar hung up the phone
3: you know people are getting more and more you know what happened to the days of walking down the block and calling the police. Like people wondering, I'm call, I'm calling the if police. If you feel on threatened,
4: you. I'm not gonna stand. But
3: there. yeah, if I feel threatened, I'm gonna go in, I'm gonna go upstairs and call the police. I'm not gonna stand in front of you while I call the police. Yeah,
5: especially if you know people record you. And then people recording <laughs> <If> people you. people <laughs> recording you, and it's going viral, and people are losing their jobs. I job, mean, <laughs> you work at YouTube.
4: You, you should understand how you, this
3: works. Yeah, I'm gonna walk down the block
5: <laughs> and, and call the police. Walk down the block. Let me call
3: the police in
4: secret. Yes. All right. Effie was watching this other video yesterday in Anaheim. There, a violent Disneyland brawl. Oh my goodness. What exactly happened? Because I saw there was a Stand a recording video of that fight, and police are saying they are considering whether or not to file criminal charges against members of a family who were caught on video. And it was a long fight. All I know, you he had said, to fast
3: forward to like the yeah, four minute. He mark. He said it was a crip and he said he was ready to go to jail. That's all I know. When I hear those two words, oh, we got audio. Let's and, play a little bit of it. I mean, is a, a, Women a, a were
4: getting beat Disney up. Disney World.
3: That's crazy. Uh, Why are you cripping at Disneyland? I right? don't know, man.
4: One woman was laid out on the ground. I'm like, what is that happening? That was his mother.
3: That how, was his how, mother. How, how his mother cripping, got
5: hit. How you cripping and you went to go see Mickey Mouse? I don't know. That's <laughs> <laughs> the craziest, man. How are you cripping with Goofy at?
3: All right. Jesus Christ. My goodness. All right. Well, that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent. Hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
0: The Breakfast Club. <laughs> this is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or
3: blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. What's up, Trav? You. Yeah. Hey, what's Trav. You. Yep. Hey, what's up, boo? What's up, babe?
4: How's what's
0: going on, Charlemagne? What up, sis? How are you? I'm doing good. How are you living? How are you living? Bless black and highly favored. Sir. How
4: was your 4th of July?
0: Uh, my 4th of July was good. I sat in the house and just slept. <laughs> and, got, and got some well needed rest that I needed. There you go. What's yeah, up? Get dude. it off your so chest, though. Let me,
1: um, look, Envy. I, I don't I don't like what you did the other day, Envy. Uh oh. What I did?
0: You know, Star L'Oreal had put up a, you know, I said Star L'Oreal. L'Oreal had put up an awesome video and you liked it and then you let the pressure get to you and then you went back and you unliked it. What video? What video? What are you talking about? I oh, know they're, you... They're, oh, so there was a nice video of
3: a, of a bunch of guys. Sucking on cucumbers and bananas. Oh, oh I liked that by accident. That wasn't that wasn't on purpose. how did you even see that, Trev? <laughs> that was that was on purpose. Evan, yeah. yeah. you no, no, liked no, that no, video? Now no, no, no. we gonna we're
5: gonna we are going to we going rewind this. <laughs> Wait a it, minute. Back up. You so you watched you the liked, whole video. You liked the video about guys sucking cucumbers it on accident? Doing... Yep. Sounds Charmaine,
4: to me like a no. Prick. Let
1: me tell you what happened, Charlamagne. he, he liked me. the video, then he commented on the video. Then mad people was in the comments like, "Oh, Envy's <laughs> gay, envy, liked the video, envy." So then they
3: pressured envy to go back and unlike the video. I
5: know you ain't buckling under the pressure of being gay, envy. Envy, that's I I, you crazy. Know what, I didn't
3: see that. You know when you was scrolling down and uh, I liked. You it by saw accident. it. You saw it if you commented. I, I did comment. I left my comment. I wasn't mad about the you comment. Did, so you can't act your, like you did it. What was by your accident. comment? I don't remember. What was my comment, Trav? I don't remember. Uh, nice. Was calling, his comment was. Oh, that
5: looked amazing. I did not see that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought I saw I thought him so I thought him leave a I thought I saw him leave a comment that said hashtag I can do it better. <laughs> you know what, Trav. In <laughs> fact you, that, Trav? At Trav?
2: The fact bad that at Trav, Trav even saw that. And why is
5: did hilarious. you look your thumb after you hung up on why are you looking your thumb, bro? What's up with you? Why are you looking your thumb after
3: this conversation? How did Trav see that? Hello. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? What's up? Black men don't cheat, brother. What? Yeah, yeah. I well that's that's
1: what I got a problem with, you know. Uh-oh. I think Charlamagne should add two more words to the end of the "Black Man Don't Cheat" movement because you get a lot of women now. Like, oh, I know 10, 10 guys, ten black men that cheated. So I think the hashtag should be "Black Man Don't Cheat No More." Why do I
5: have to add that, sir? Do because I, huh? uh, a lot, a lot, a lot, of, getting the a lot of pressure
1: ladies. Is- is is bringing up black men don't cheat. Well, god, With well, 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 you know uh, black men have cheated in the past? I think it should, it should be black men don't cheat
5: no more. I think that people are stupid and I can't say the r word, but I would love to say the r word and say that y'all are <laughs> All right? Because the truth to the, because, because the truth to the matter is If we're speaking in present tense, we're speaking in present tense, all right? Like that's just what it is. Black men don't cheat. But, 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 but,
1: but. I, I agree with you, but you know how women always want to bring up the past. Let me
5: tell you something about growth and evolution. Let me tell you something about growth and evolution. It doesn't matter if other people don't don't, don't, don't acknowledge your growth and evolution. As long as you've grown and evolved, that's what it is. Let Sounds like you're up, going through something personal. Let them bring up whatever they want, sir. Black men don't cheat. For sure, for sure. Yeah,
3: you have a good one. He's going through uh, something. He is. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need a vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
0: The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up, wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Big Chocolate to Toe Sucker, good morning. It's Toe Time. How's everybody? Oh, God. All
3: right. What now. do you want, bro?
5: You don't, you don't sound excited. Shame on you, Envy. So, listen, I'd like to do my version of Charlemagne calling in late to work. Now, you can remember, everybody, he sounds like Daffy Duck, so it sounds like this. Hello, Envy. Listen, but a scotch butt, this is Solomon. I'm going to be late to work. I'm late to the studio. What's that? No, I can't spell studio. So what? <laughs> why, why would I be calling envy if I was late to work, sir? Huh? Yeah, that's Why would I be calling thing. envy if I was late to work?
4: He just shows uh. up late.
3: Because <laughs> you're a dumb-dumb, that's why. No, okay. All right. People are just so dumb this morning. Hello, Who's this? Hey, this is Alex from Atlanta. Alex, what up? Get it off your chest, bro. Hey, man, I got a bone to pick with Charlemagne. <laughs> you might like it. Come on, pick
7: my bone, bro, bro. Hey, listen, man. Uh, So, I was just listening to y'all, Um, and what was that venue y'all were talking about yesterday? It was Afro-what?
5: Oh, the Afro Future Festival, I think it's called? Uh-huh.
7: Yeah. Yeah, the Afro Future Festival. Listen, Charlemagne, the way you're going about it is totally wrong, my man.
5: Really? Talk In to me, Mr. White world, Man.
7: Yeah, okay. Yeah, exactly. So, regardless if I'm white, <laughs> black, Hispanic, Asian, whatever... All you're doing is you're creating racial and social division between all races. Really? Yeah, regardless of the price, I don't mind if I'm paying 20 25 $30. Dollars. It's not about that. It's about the way that you go ahead and wrap everyone up in the black community and the white community as one figure. So, like, you assume that all white people have privilege the same way that all black people have no privilege. And that's totally false.
5: Well, listen, it is a privilege to be black. But let me tell you something. You ever heard of the racial wage gap in
7: America? Oh, for sure. And uh, uh, Trust me, yeah. That's
5: trust okay, so, so, so if there's a racial wage gap in America, what's wrong with some promoters trying to relieve some of the economic stress that uh, black and brown people face by giving them a discount to this concert?
3: Yeah, if you don't know what they're talking about, there was a concert in, uh, I believe, Atlanta. Atlanta. No, it
4: was a concert in Detroit. Detroit. In oh, Detroit. Detroit.
3: In August. Detroit. <laughs> and they were trying to charge white people $20 and people of color, black people, $10. And I don't
5: see the problem with this simply because of the of the racial wage gap. Not to mention, when you look at a lot of these hip-hop concerts, a lot of the people that be there be white, and that's because a lot of black and brown people can't afford to go. So I don't see the problem with really? giving the descendants of the the, the, the the creators of the culture a discount.
4: Does it bother you when they're like, okay, ladies free?
7: You know what? Absolutely not. I, I agree with both of y'all. Listen, I, I live in Atlanta, right, where it is, on, on one side of the road, it's completely, it's completely poor and mostly dominated by black, and then on the other side of the street, 20 feet down, is mostly white. Where houses cost about two hundred thousand more, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So what's the problem? Why are you? Why why are you? Why are you upset, sir? You're missing my point. You're missing my point. What I'm saying is, it's not about them. It's about you. What I'm saying is, you're going about you're going about it the wrong way.
5: I don't you're like white men like telling me true. what I'm doing wrong. Because you you'll never acknowledge what you, white people never white men never acknowledge what they're doing wrong. What are white men doing wrong you're in America?
7: Deflecting, huh? You're Deflecting a lot. You're deflecting. You're <laughs> not. You're not, not wanted to answer my question. What's the question? What I'm saying is. Here's my question why are you creating a racial divide there is an economic wage gap that's definitely you know living in atlanta i see it every single day so, so what h- i'm trying to say is so how how kind of
5: how, how am i creating the racial divide when these brothers in detroit because they they, they they gave black people a discount and i'm saying i agree with them doing that because of the racial wage gap how is that a divide that's not
7: the point what i'm saying is you're grouping all white people and all black people into one column that's wow. what i'm saying is you're saying that all white people have Way more money than all black people.
5: Right? I'm just I'm just breaking down the statistics in America, sir. The racial wage gap says black and brown people make significantly less than white people. What you want me to do about that?
3: Alex. <laughs> what you want all me right, to do? guys. Spencer, Spencer. What's going on, DJ Envy? You got some positive positivity for us today, bro? Yes, sir. First of all, I just want to
1: say good morning, DJ Envy, Charlamagne the guy, Angela Yee. Good
3: morning. Good morning.
1: Uh, you know, I just want to say, you know, my sister, um, she went through a, a pretty bad depression after she had her baby. But now she is uh, very. She's more physically and mentally healthy than she was after that. Um, you know, I just want to you know, shout her out to keep up the great job. Again, her waist trainers, body by Mm-hmm. Uh, okay.
2: That's
1: what she do. Uh, and I just want to tell anybody you know going through depression, you know, just keep pushing. Don't <laughs> stop. Get, seek help if you need it. Uh, also, shout out to God. You know, she she big on you. I pretty I think she read your first book.
5: Black privilege. Uh, Thank you.
1: Yes, sir. Um, yeah. All right. I, I love my sister, man. I love yeah. her, too. And Thank you, guys, for everything you do. All right. We'll yeah. send us
5: some love, brother. And depression is real, and especially after you yeah. have a baby. Postpartum ain't no
3: joke. Have a good one, man. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. We got rumors on the way? Uh,
4: Yes, let's talk about uh, some new things that are happening. While we were on vacation, Kim Kardashian came under fire, and that was for her shapewear line, Kimono. We'll tell you what she might be changing the name to, see what you think about that. And she talks about what her intentions were with Kimono.
3: All right, keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
0: All the gossip. gossip. The rumor report. With Angela, Angela Yee.
6: It's the rumor report. The
0: Breakfast Club.
4: Well, Kiki Palmer was on Watch What Happens alive and one caller asked her about what she thought about surviving R. Kelly. Now, while she was watching it, she had put a st- uh, on Instagram, just finished surviving R. Kelly and I have spent the last hour crying. I will stand by my sisters because that's simply what's right and what I hope discontinues this behavior in anyone. Well, here's what she had to say on Watch What Happens Live.
6: That's not the side I knew. So, you know, just imagine that you having a great experience with someone and then you're hearing all this stuff. It's like, why, why didn't you show them what you showed me? That's the feeling I had, and I hated talking about it because I felt like, man, you were a friend to me, but then I'm seeing you as a foe to others, and I'm hurt for them. It was very sad. I think anybody that loved him as a person probably feels that way. That's it's not something you want to hear about somebody that you care for.
5: No, that's an honest answer. Two things can be true. He could have been a great person to Kiki Palmer and an abusing pedophile manipulator to everybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she
3: didn't see that side of him.
4: Right. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's talk about Ryan Destiny. You know her from the show Star, which is now going to, they're going to have a movie, right, to end that off. Well, she is going to also now be on grown So congratulations to Ryan Destiny. She's going to have a recurring role on grown She'll be playing Jillian, a transfer student from an HBCU who's come to study filmmaking at Cal U. So I don't know if you guys watch, do you watch Grown-ish?
3: I definitely watched Not grown-ish. too much. I see a a, a yeah, couple, like bunch it. of episodes, but I haven't seen it all. I love Grownish.
5: Dropping the clues bombs from my, my homegirl, Jenny Rice, who writes for Grownish. Yeah, it's
4: a great Showrunner show. Showrunner of Grownish. All right. Now, Kim Kardashian, let's discuss uh, the whole kimono situation. She has her own shapewear line coming out, and it was called kimono for a hot second, kimono intimates. And she had trademarked all of that and everything, but there was a lot of backlash from that. She has since responded to that backlash by saying she's not going to name it kimono anymore. And she said, despite initially standing her ground, she did apologize and said she would launch that line with a brand new name. She talked to the Wall Street Journal magazine and said, you would think we would have obviously thought it through a little bit deeper. I'm the first person to say, okay, of course, I can't believe we didn't think of this. I obviously had really innocent intentions, but let's listen. And I went to really listen and I went to really take it all in. So... That's why she's not using that name anymore.
5: That's an honest answer, especially the fact that she said she filtered it through her team and nobody caught it. I'm surprised nobody said something, though. Like, you know what? I think this would be very offensive to the Japanese people if you did this. But, you know, still an honest
3: answer.
4: Well, she tweeted out, we haven't renamed it, but do you guys like the name Solutionware? Any other names to your liking?
3: Well, that's what happens when you have no Asian people on your team. They probably have no clue. Of what's wrong and what's not, of how it can, it can offend somebody. So I gotta have one of
5: everybody on my team?
3: No, <laughs> nah, but, but it's, it's just, the same just to thing. make sure. No, it's the same a thing
4: Japanese with,
3: person? A Japanese person. Same thing with Gucci. When Gucci does the things that they do, and they don't have African American people on their team to be like, yo, this ain't right.
5: Yeah, but I'm sure Kim's team isn't as big as Gucci to be that diverse. But I mean, but in yeah, a they per- have
4: different and, teams and, in different countries. Yeah, so and, and, Gucci's and, and, huge.
5: In a, in a perfect world, though, you would have one of everybody on your team but that's not the way things work Mm -hmm.
4: and I I look at Gucci like it's based out of Italy so a lot of people that are on that team that are in the main office but there's it's such a huge company there's so many different things going on that I'm sure everyone doesn't approve everything right now for Kim this is just her getting started so I'm sure like he said her team isn't that big yet Mm mhm So just a learning lesson. All right. Jaden Smith, he has launched a pop-up food truck. It's called I Love You Restaurant. And that pop-up food truck is for the homeless people in Los Angeles. It serves free vegan food to people on Skid Row. So he explains all of that. He said the I Love You restaurant is a movement that is all about giving people what they deserve, healthy, vegan food for free. Today, we launched our first one-day food truck pop-up in downtown L.A. Keep a lookout because this is the first of many. That's amazing. We're
5: dropping a clues box for Jaden Smith. I like that guy. I keep telling y'all he's the Gandhi of our time, damn it. To and be able to do
4: something like that when you have the means to help other people mm-hmm. as much as possible you should. All right, G-Eazy is really hoping to get the leading role of Elvis Presley in an upcoming movie about Elvis. They said he's not among the reported top names up for consideration, but he's trying to make a strong case to be considered for that. He's been talking to people at Warner Brothers. He's even had a few meetings with the director, making it clear that that's what he really wants.
5: I don't want to see any movie about Elvis if they're not going to keep it real and show his love for underage girls. Okay.
4: Yeah, I can't imagine that you can't tell that side of the story. You would
5: have I mean, to tell. He married a 14-year-old, a 15-year-old, however old I don't know who she was. You'd have to tell that side of the story.
4: Well, G-Eazy posted a picture of himself, and he said, don't be cruel to a heart that's true. So that's, and it looks like he's kind of tried to dress like Elvis there. But I don't know. I don't know. Has he acted in anything before? Because that's going to be a. I'm not sure. That's going to be a I huge role. I don't remember role. seeing him
3: anything. I
5: mean, everybody that was around to see Elvis back in the day is dead, right? So they wouldn't know if it was true to life. It's not. Steve, i asking the white man in the room, ain't that? I? I don't
4: think so. Oh, I don't think
5: everyone's How old did. would Elvis have been now? Uh,
4: we have to Google that. I don't
5: think I don't anybody know. knows no. off the top of their okay. head.
3: But I wasn't an Elvis fan. I'm going to say 137. No, he ain't that old. <laughs> but I say 90-something. I'm guessing, assuming. So. No, I don't know. I mean, how old would Elvis I, be I can't right even now? tell you what Elvis is. What's the Elvis song? Don't be cruel. I just told well, that's you That's Bobby one. Brown. That's Bobby Brown. You're right.
4: No, to a heart, that's true. That is a song that he that has. That is Don't Be
3: Cruel. How yeah, does that's, that's go? what he said. You've been 84, 84. Oh, I said 80s. Oh, nah. That's
5: true. Did he do blues, blues, sway shoes? Yeah. Don't step on my blues. Yes. Yeah, Elvis would have been <laughs> 84, he? so yeah, there's some people that grew up on Elvis still alive. Mm-hmm. But yeah.
3: the, I don't, yeah. What's another Elvis song? Dog. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. You ain't nothing but a hound. But a hound. Is yeah. It? I don't know. Oh, Whatever he stole from Chuck oh. Berry, them. Yeah, that sound like Chuck Berry. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. <laughs> <That was Chuck laughs> Barry, what wasn't
5: else Chuck Berry. What else did Elvis steal from black people? What else, um, what Love songs?
3: Me
4: Tender. Never heard That's another song he had. I'm looking it Jailhouse
5: Rock. <laughs> him oh
4: I can't help Falling in love that That's him too I
5: don't know Nothing about No goddamn yeah, Elvis. I don't else. know, that, know that. All I know Is he stole From black people And he had A love for age girls
4: All shook up well, wow, he had a lot of songs. I didn't even know all these songs were his. Okay. Well, he's
5: is big, he's a big deal. <laughs> he's just a little bit. I
4: know, but y'all don't know said, any songs. I don't. That's yeah, what I'm I, saying. I'm I, like, I didn't even realize. Deal.
3: My mama never played no Elvis <laughs> yeah. when I grew up. I don't
4: know. I definitely didn't hear no Elvis growing up either. But I know Hound Dog. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. You know that song? No. It's been in movies. That's why I know it. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. I'm Angela Yee. That
3: was too much time talking about I, Elvis. That. We
4: Mm-mm. all had to go look it up. No, you know Sorry, it. I know God. he's...
3: You know Tevin Campbell is not verified on Instagram? Now I mean, that's was, disrespectful. Now we talked talking about that. He
4: was upset about that. Screw he that Elvis guy.
3: That.
5: <laughs> now we're talking about I some scared. legendary people. Drop one of clues bombs for Tevin Campbell, damn it. Twitter verified Tevin Campbell Where did that just come from? He's he was, he was on mad Instagram. About that. I don't know what it was. He what was is he mad.
3: not verified but on? How you don't verify Tevin Campbell? What is he not verified on? I don't know which one. Is Twitter or Instagram? I guess
4: something had happened to his account, he said, or something like that. And then he had a new account. He said, I'm the
3: only 90s r and artist that's not verified. All right. Listen. You can't do Tevin Campbell like that. For anybody out there who works at... He's
5: verified
4: at, on Twitter. Tw-
5: okay, so it must be Instagram. If you work at Instagram and Tevin Campbell is not verified, you need to ask yourself why. The man that gave us Can We Talk, I'm ready. Okay, always in my heart. Why is Tevin Campbell not verified on Instagram? Damn it. He
4: said he deleted his old IG. That one had over 40,000 followers. And they still said, boy, bye.
5: Thank you. I love how y'all lifted the energy up. Because I was getting depressed talking about that whoever that Elvis guy is. But this legend named Tevin Campbell? Now you got me interested in the conversation. Shout my girl
4: L'Oreal. She just got verified on Instagram and she was very excited. How really? was L'Oreal
3: verified before Tevin <laughs> yeah, Campbell? No. L'Oreal ain't never How was a little talk- burger
4: verified before Tevin Campbell?
3: Come on, man. Just in case you didn't know who Tevin Campbell is. I Instagram,
5: just... do the right thing. I know it's people that work at Instagram that listen to The Breakfast Club. Go verify Tevin Campbell right now. What's his Instagram page? I don't Tevin know. Tevin
4: Campbell, it's... I'm guessing? No, it's not. <laughs> Tevin Campbell, is not. That's, not. that's not it. That's not it? No. All
3: right, well, that's why it's difficult. Go All right.
5: verify Tevin Campbell, man. This is disrespectful. All right, front
3: page news is next. What are we talking about?
4: Uh, we are going to be talking about <laughs> why shoppers uh, might be boycotting Home Depot.
3: All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
4: And ah.
3: You ain't even get to that part yet. Relax. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get into some front-page news. What are we talking about, Yee?
4: Well, let's talk about Home Depot. Shoppers are threatening to boycott, and that is because the co-founder actually did an interview, and he's donating to Donald Trump's re-election bid. He said he's got a businessman's common-sense approach to most things. Now, do do I agree with every move that he makes? No, I don't. But the truth is he has produced more than anybody else he has. If you look at this country, I would say that we are better off today than we were eight years ago or six years ago. So a lot of people were on social media saying they're never shopping there again, cutting up my card. And they hashtag a boycott Home Depot went viral last night as more and more people got word of what uh, Marcus had to say.
6: Bernie what do, Marcus. What did he say again?
4: He is donating to Donald Trump's re-election oh. bid and he said he's got a businessman's common sense approach to most things and that this country is better off today than we were eight years ago or six years ago.
3: It's, it's the bad thing about Home Depot, they really have a monopoly. You could say Lowe's, but Home Depot is everywhere. And if you go to the local, your local hardware stores, most of the time the price is a little higher. So that's kind of hard to just boycott.
4: You can buy things online, too. We
3: could try.
5: That's crazy, too, because Mexicans are synonymous with Home Depot. And that is a fact. That is. When you, a lot of, like, you can go to a lot of places in America and go to a Home Depot,
3: and you see a lot of Mexicans standing in front of Home Depot. Yeah, they, they go there for work most of the time.
4: All right, now let's talk about an eight-month-old girl. This is really sad. An eight-month-old girl died, and several other children were hospitalized. This is because a fire broke out in an apartment in Nashville. And guess what happened? The mothers were out at a club. So there were five kids between the ages of one and six. Four of them were siblings one that and were six. rescued and taken to the children's hospital, and then the eight-month-old died at the scene. But that's easy. And her 23-month-old brother is in critical condition. Parents should
3: be locked up. The mom should be locked up. Whoever left them children like that in the ages from one to six should go to jail. The
4: they- children's mothers were ages 23 and 25. They went to a nightclub Saturday night. Sunday morning, this is what happened. They got to go
5: That's so crazy. Growing up, I used to hear so many stories like that in Charleston, South Carolina. Women leaving they they kids in the club. I mean, leaving their kids in their apartment to go to, to the, the club. club. I used to hear so many stories like that. Like I know a person personally that did that. Really? Yes, absolutely. Should I should know a couple people. They should definitely
3: go to jail that. for that. There's no way in the hell you should the be this kid. Oh, this kid was six years at old. Six? No way in no, hell. You should definitely go to jail. Definitely, hands down. You don't Boy, leave. What? They they're not going
5: to jail? I thought that was a mandatory. <laughs> that's, that's a given. And they're gonna take the kids away. Absolutely.
4: Yeah. Really that's sad. That's a
5: given. Who said they're not going to jail? Just making sure. Oh.
4: Well, yeah, they. I don't think they've been arrested yet.
5: Oh, they definitely will, And them kids are going to get turned over the property of the state.
4: And they're saying that it's not clear whether or not they had actually hired a babysitter, so they're still investigating what happened.
3: And that, that can't be the but first time But there was no babysitter that. there. If she went to the club and left her, that's not the first time she did that.
4: All right, now, a man said he slit a 17-year-old's throat because he didn't like that rap music and the rap music made him feel unsafe. Elijah Al-Amin, he was only 17 years old. He'd been working at Subway and at Taco Bell. He was trying to save up money for his car and he was stabbed to death in Peoria, Arizona. And the man said... The rap music just made him feel unsafe. It was in a convenience store just before oh, 2 a.m.
5: The mayonnaise is heavy on that story. Michael
4: Paul Adams, 27 years old. He lunged at him and stabbed him in the back and slit his throat.
5: Because his rap music was too loud. Now, when I give Michael Paul Adams donkey of a day later, and, you know, I point out the blatant racism and bigotry, it's going to be white people that call up here and tell me I'm creating a
3: racial divide
5: <laughs> based off me calling out his BS. That's the way it works in
3: America, sir. My goodness. All right. Last well, front page news. All right, when we come back, Master P will be joining us. The living legend, Master P. He has a new movie, I Got the Hookup to that comes out, I believe, on the 12th, I want to say. Did and you know? he
4: is about his business. Yeah, he is out here working because he was at Essence Music Festival. He and was. He just
3: came right here. Yeah, so. so we'll kick it with Master P when we come back. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. The living legend. Master P. Yes, sir. What's up, y'all? Now, P, I seen you came up with some sneakers. Now, yeah. are those sneakers the, the Zions? Yeah. The, uh, no, is that what we they, doing? Yeah, we, this is the miniatis, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
0: Zion might have Nike or Adidas, but guess what? I got these for off-court. You got off the leopard the print. That's the, that's, that's the leopard. That's the high-end fashion. Yeah.
5: Did Zion ever reply for the $20 million you know dollar deal y'all put you out there for You know what? I'm just saying. That's what like, I'm asking.
0: You know what? If That's on him, though. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know yeah. what I tell you all the time? You got to make product. We're not Nike. We don't own none of that stuff. Why we can't do this? And that's what this is about. Us creating a way and an opportunity for us. So this is a new way to buy shoes. You're able to buy this online just like because people don't want to go to the stores mm-hmm. no more. So mm-hmm. it's like, mm-hmm. you know what? Get your high-end fashion online. Go to miniatis.com and we got the up for you. Is that even possible for you to be able to get a shoe deal outside of your d- shoe you wear You know what? That's, that's why we have to know our business because yeah. uh, you don't have to sign a deal to wear shoes off the court. You can wear whatever you want to wear mm-hmm. unless you tie it into some type of lifetime deal or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I mean... When you go out, you wear whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. You're not on the basketball court. I think as athletes, we have to take control of our own destination. Mm-hmm. To be mm-hmm. honest, which is, is all about negotiation mm-hmm. and knowing your power. So I feel like, this could be something big, you know, maybe if not him, it's going to be somebody that's going to, look, look at Kawhi Man. I like that dude. He thank out of the box. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Surprised
4: he, everybody. Man,
0: look, he wasn't worried about none of that stuff. He went and got his money and said, look, man, I'm going to do what's best for me. Absolutely. I, said, you know, I, so, home. For, I feel like for us, when you look at this, we all talk about Versace and Gucci. We don't own none of this. Every time we sell one of these shoes, we putting money back into the community. You know what I'm saying? So this go to helping inner in city kids with education.
3: Now, how does the, how does the city feel right now with with, with, with the new Pelicans now with, with Zion? And-
4: exciting.
3: Oh
0: yeah, now it's 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 exciting, man. To be honest with you all, uh, we just left Essence, and uh, the city excited. You know what I'm saying? Zion got a chance to do something. You know, especially if they win. I know it's gonna take a little while, but if they win, like the city will be behind him. Mm-hmm. They will be. That's one thing about New Orleans. You know, I feel like this is an opportunity for him, like what Jordan did for for Chicago mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying coming to even though Chicago a bigger city but New Orleans definitely is that platform now where a lot of stars are coming from and is, is is about to be big down there.
5: I Am think people scared for Zion
0: though because New Orleans got all that good food and they want them to watch yeah, his yeah. weight. Yeah, well, you know what? Well, you got to do that anyway. Wherever you go, it's yeah. called New Orleans discipline. is worse though. You know, but it's discipline. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's discipline. Wherever you go, you could get into whatever. You get you know,
4: some I mean, it's
0: a hood in every city, everywhere you go. So people get caught over that, man. My mm-hmm. thing is. You know, uh, you got to do what's best for you. You have to police yourself. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. Now, Essence must have felt amazing for you this year because you guys did the screening for I Got the Hook Up too, and it mm-hmm. sold out. Yes. So, what was it like screening that movie there? Yeah, did he call you? I was in, I didn't nope. get a call. I didn't get a call. Damn I, P. you know who? he was me? down
3: there too. Juju
4: hit me, and she was like, "Hey, are y'all you?" Y'all
0: know y'all was invited. Now get out y'all feelings. you <laughs> <laughs> for real. I, yeah. But get out y'all feelings. Y'all worse than Tyler Perry. <laughs> I, <tried> to, <laughs> for real.
4: I wanted to buy oh, tickets, right y'all but
0: it y'all was y'all sold out. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I bumped into Tyler Perry. That's what I'm thinking like I don't really know, bro. I'm like, man, get out your feelings, dog. Like I was thinking like you we know, all had a run in or something. No, I don't even like it's just the spirits wasn't right. You know, like you from all you think now I'm doing movies. I guess yeah. maybe like man, now you're doing movies now, whatever. But I've been doing movies. Right. So I bump into him and uh, I'm thinking he gonna be yeah, big brother. I'm proud of you. The movie I got the hook up to. You know the big screening was big. The whole city showed up. You mm-hmm. know it was just like. Awkward, like you like was scared or something. Like, like, bro, you know, like, man, I'm happy for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's enough opportunity for all of us. Because really, I tell you all the time, it's really not that much money for us to make in making, because we don't right. own that. Right. I, I heard the speech he said on BT and all that, man. But guess what? We talked, maybe because seven years ago, we talked, like, look, man, we just hook up and do something. But then you don't show up. But this that, that's my first time seeing him. So I, I forgot about all that. Right. So I'm just like, man, look. I'm thinking it's going to be, you know, like we done took the city over like you said, yeah, you yeah, see? Yeah, yeah. But it was like, I don't know, dog, like you ain't invite him, see? He was mad he ain't get invited to. You know too. what, dog? <laughs> he, y'all know y'all could just show up. He know he could just show up. But I'm I just didn't think saying, that kind
4: of thing you just show up at though. I'm sure it, it was packed.
0: It was crazy. To be honest, with you, you know we brought Hollywood to New Orleans mm-hmm. and we did something that is history because you know, this movie is owned by me and Romeo as a father and son, a star in this film mm-hmm. and also financing. Like I say there's only five percent. I mean, you know there's five percent of all the production owned by African American. Ninety mm-hmm. five percent. We don't that mean we don't own nothing. So you see us on all these big films and all these big yeah. projects, but the real money is in the production. You know, even with me, I, I I watch them like they don't really want us to own the production part. They want us to be in front of the camera. I had to really go you know, take one, I just wanted to check it out, so I took a project, like a No Limit Project, even to like a BET. I'm like, man, it was just hard to get it through the system. Mm-hmm. Even though I got the money and everything, it don't matter. It was like,
6: yeah.
0: and I went, got another person of another color to go and went right through. Right. I'm Damn, like, that's, that's crazy. That's crazy to me. You know, and I'm just like, it's like you, I, I seen when you, uh, when you had Connie on, because I talked to Connie, too, and I'm telling her, mm-hmm. I'll be telling her, like, you know what, well, you really have to get involved in this and really be about to change. Because I seen when you asked about the Nipsey hustle thing, you ain't go too in detail with mm-hmm. it, but I like what you said. Like, was Nipsey up for that before he passed? And she told you no. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, that was crazy because... A humanitarian or what like we've been in the community for years over 20 something years mm-hmm. you know snoop dog mm-hmm. and y'all know Nipsey, my dog like mm-hmm. that's my boy but i'm like man give people their flowers while they're here you don't just get caught up into the hype thing that's you why know? i introduced you as a living legend yeah but yeah. you know what you remember uh nipsy daddy was trying to say that why y'all didn't get up to my son while he was His here head, right you know what i'm saying i just think that everybody get caught up whatever hot instead of doing what's right Mm-hmm. And that's my thing with Connie that I'm going to talk to her about. If she want to talk, if not, it's cool. But it's like, you know, you got to be real. You got to be real. You can't do this. This man deserved a lot of this stuff while he was here. And I just think that for the Humanitarian Award, that was a big thing for, you know what I'm saying, like last year. You could have got that last year. He yeah. yeah. I don't even think they knew who he was last year. I mean, he got into it with the guy at the thing. They was acting like they ain't know him. He slapped him. They had him perform at the pre show with YG. Okay, so yeah. if that was me or 50 Cent, we wouldn't even be able to get into the BET award <laughs> nope. this year. Yeah. Nope. Think about it. And mm-hmm. then his music, it was crazy. His music was incredible last year. The year before that. It was I, the best rap album of the year. I said that numerous and times. And guess what? Why get it this year? Because that was already passed. Mm hmm. The same album that's yeah, helped all the time. Yeah, that sold 52,000 copies when he first came out two years ago, and now going to million. Mm-hmm. So I just, I just feel like, man, us as people, we got to be real. Like you say, we seen the thing with Tyler Perry talk about ownership, but man, look, we got to be real with each other. We got to come together. We got to yeah. stop. That. you know, we can't be faking with each other. I think maybe I remember I, I said in an interview one time, I I, I wouldn't uh, put no dress on. That's the truth. I don't care who it is. Mm-hmm. I ain't put no dress on to make no money. That's just me. Mm -hmm. But it's not meaning to nobody. So I don't know if people take that the wrong way Mm -hmm. or whatever. That's just me as
3: a man. All right, we got more with Master P when we come back. Let's get into a Master P and No Limit mini mix. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was a Master P No Limit Mini Mix. Morning, everybody. It's DJ M V Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Master P. Charlemagne? Now, what about when you own your own stuff the way Tyler does, though? Because I, I
5: used to think that way about Tyler too, but I was like, damn, he was putting the dress on because he wanted to, not because somebody made him to. That's that's all i yeah, personal yeah,
0: decision. I don't yeah, yeah. care about right. that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. So I feel like we all got our opinions like I got the hookup. Too. I mean, this is a big movie for us. This is a movement. This is not just a movie. Like they don't own this. Cause you gotta you gotta realize, man, why it's so important. When we do a project like Black Panther, we didn't benefit off of that, right. man. Like people, we look as black people was in the movie. We mm-hmm. was happy and excited, but it wasn't us. Yeah, yeah for me. So this is even though a movie like this, so think about this. A movie like I got to hook up too. We did this for the budget, we did it for and we did it for millions of dollars. But imagine if we had hundreds of millions of dollars to make a project. Mm-hmm. How would it look? Mm-hmm. So this is the growth. This is why this is important because we're coming back into the community, putting money back into the community. But we it's a process. Mm-hmm. We got to grow with this, just like I did with music. I just didn't jump straight out and made hundreds of millions of dollars. It was a process yeah. because the production has to get bigger and bigger. So that's why I was saying we have to support us because this is only
3: one a few ways about to go at. Now you you did you back this all yourself or did you have investors? when no. people like I'ma help you. I'm jumping in on this, so let Man, me. Man,
0: a lot of people talked about that, but at the end of the day, they wasn't there. So, me and Romeo end up putting our own money. We had 126 speaking roles in this film. Y'all broke a Guinness World Record, right? Guinness Book of World Records for the most speaking roles in a film. Mm -hmm. You know, and this is big because we put underdogs. And I think that's what a lot of people, you look at the DC Young Fly, you look Mm -hmm. at the Fat Boy S.S.E., Mm -hmm. uh, Just Hilarious, hilarious Mm -hmm. P.O., uh, AJ Johnson, uh, John Weatherspoon, a lot of these people, the younger people, they wouldn't have mixed them up together like this. This is a two two generations. So this has to be done. This is going to change the way films are marketed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Juju's in this film. You know, I mean, th- this is crazy to the cast, but they all worked. They all came to work and did what they had to do. I mean, you got like a Gary Johnson, a guy, a guy that should have been famous, mm-hmm. should have been big, mm-hmm. funny, hilarious, you know, but Hollywood, they turned their back on the real. So that's my thing for us. This is going to open up doors for every African-American and Latino filmmaker, minority. Like, you can own your own business. After this. You can own your own product. That's what this is about. So and let's you know. talk
4: about the rollout of it, because it is in theaters, but then you also can get it and and stream it.
0: Yeah, so what you can do, so think about this, y'all. They figure out a way to block us. So I I, I want to thank AMC to come to the table. You know, it's an African-American lady named Nicole that just opened up the doors for us to put us in theaters. But they stop you. They'll limit you in the theaters because they don't get none of the money. Mm. So we have to keep fighting, keep fighting, and building this and building this, so at the same time, we could put this on video on demand. You could go on iTunes and download this. So it's a it's a new way that they can't stop us. Even with the power of the internet, they won't be able to stop us no more. You know what I'm saying? That's the great thing about the internet and the way technology has changed, because people, some people want their movies now. Mm-hmm. So you'll be able to get it on demand at the same time. That's so, dope. Yeah, I found out the other day that theaters don't make money off the movie. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's a, it they all depends. Uh, it, de- <laughs> it, it depends how they market it. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, like if they're going to put the big marketing dollars behind you to make sure. So you got to really realize what it is. That's why I say we got to come together because it's all about space and inventory. Mm-hmm. So do, if they put you in the right space so you can sell. So that's what our people don't understand. Like, yeah, you have some great movies that should have been blockbusters, but they don't have the space. It's almost like if you put a product out and they don't put you on the shelf. Mm-hmm. You know, so that, it, right? those those are the type of things that we really have to learn. And that's what I that's what I'm talking about. Ownership is so important. Mm-hmm. You, you spoke about Nipsey, he's got a song on the soundtrack and he said he recorded it two days before his death. Yeah, so uh, one one thing about Nipsey, man, he was always a stand up guy. He's probably one of the one of the most uh realist guys i met that if i ask him for something he' gonna send it he gonna get it done he gonna go in, no question no talk and uh he looked up to you though he used to, yeah. say, he used to say no he used to call his label no limit of the west yeah you know what and, and let me tell you how i met him i met him with this uh with uh with uh with with low from Chicago. he moved out there in the in the Cali. he was 1500 he hooked us up say man look you know, you out in LA, man. You and Nipsey need to get together. When we got to the studio, it was just magic. We just started making songs. I think we made like over 17, 18 songs, just 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 dropping them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we had we had remixed that that rap n- song too. We had remixed it, supposed to be me, Jeezy, uh, Boosie, and Jay Z. Wow. Yeah. So did that get done? It, it's done. It's done. So they're probably gonna put that out. But that's what I'm saying, man. These record companies we got to stop we got to stop all these people from controlling what we have mm-hmm. you know because even right now look at all the money they're making off him is his kids really going to get that or how long the process how, how, do, how do that take you mm-hmm. know because now you're dealing with a state and you're dealing with record companies so that's why I was saying we have to take control mm-hmm. because I mean he was with Atlantic Records mm-hmm. at the mm-hmm. same time mm-hmm. you know so those are the type of things I was trying to show him when he was alive like look man and he was doing it. But it's just sad tragedy to where, you know, you come from somewhere and you die in that same hood and that's my thing to educate the next generation that we have to figure out how can we, you know, educate ourselves even about the environments that we're in. Because it's about putting putting things in our community but it's also about surviving and living to be able to, you know, to be there to make sure. I mean, his kids, you know, his girl, his mom, his dad. I mean, this, this is a tragedy for them, man. This guy should still be here today. You you told Page Six you would get more respect if you were a white businessman. Well, but you've been speaking on that. Though. Yeah, you know what the sad thing about it? I I was saying that for like even the athletes and entertainers, like we we'll, we'll talk, we don't want to give us what we do because our skin color, and which is sad, or either like like what we was talking about when we talked about Kodak, we'll give this guy 10 or 15 percent, or mm-hmm. even 20 percent, mm-hmm. with not even thinking about it, but with us. We got to, oh, well, what, what this for? And I mm-hmm. mean, I mean, if I'm going to get you a deal, mm-hmm. I deserve a percentage. Yeah. That's just business. Yeah, you don't even ask the white man no question. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. Just like right now, I mean, just like you said, it's like mm-hmm. I think even with him, I think after he get out of jail this time, he's going to wake up and see that these lawyers are robbing them. They mm-hmm. are taking his money. I mean, he even posted up. It's like, so those are type of things. But you know the lawyer going to come back and say, well, man, he was talking about the lip. Nah, man, that man, no, after a while, you will see. Sometime God gonna put you through something you're gonna see. Maybe you at a stage in your life where you don't want to see that. Mm-hmm. But you will eventually grow up and start saying man, well how much does this cost? Because they're not doing it for free. Mm-hmm. Any of those lawyers I mean, whether NBA young boy in jail, whoever in jail right mm-hmm. now. Those lawyers are not working for free. Mm-hmm. Right. They're gonna get their money right. off top. They're gonna suck every quarter you got until you don't have them no more. Then they're gonna forget about you.
3: What does Master uh-huh. P want now? Like, What what are you eyeing? Is, is it I want, like, what's, what's next on your on your bucket list? You, you did the music, you did the movies, what do you want to own? Like, what's the next chapter for Master P?
0: Well, I mean, it's all about product now. It's about product, mm-hmm. and it's about the movies. Now, I feel like we haven't tapped into the movies as African-Americans. I mean, I'm talking about really controlling. To be able to have those budgets, a hundred million, two hundred million dollars, making those type of films, we have to take over this niche market what we doing now and build up and build up and build up because once you control the entertainment side of this you will control for us the soundtracks to everything mm-hmm. in this. so I, I feel like we'll be able to give people more jobs we'll be able to help more people but we also could because as African Americans Latinos we, we spend over a trillion dollars a year But none of the money coming back to us.
3: But is that possible? Because, you know, we we talk about it all the time. Like, you look at somebody like a Zion. Yeah. Let's say Zion went to an HBCU. What that would do to that HBCU community would be way bigger. Let's say Zion signed with you instead of a a Nike or a Reebok. What it would do for our own community would be way more. It just takes that one person to do it. But is that one person willing to do it?
0: Well, you got to think out the box. We just talked about Kawhi Leonard. Like, he thinks out the box. Somebody's going to see the vision. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody's not running away from what we got to do. Like I said, this is a real movement. Somebody going to have to start you. So that's the case. You could talk about me starting No Limit 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. Nobody wanted to do it. Everybody just wanted to be on the radio. Everybody just wanted to have records Mm -hmm. out. I had to say, I'm taking everything I got and put into this and grow with it. You might not see it right now. You might think I got to hook up, too. Oh, well, you know, this is a hood movie. No, this ain't a hood movie. This is a start of something big, and somebody has to do it. Well, I
3: got the hookup too. Comes out July, July 12th, 12th in theaters. Definitely go check it out. Purchase your tickets. If it's not in your area, buy tickets anyway and support. And you said they can stream it as well, right? Yeah.
0: Go to iTunes and uh, you can download it from there. Pre-order it now. All right. Well, it's
3: Master P. We appreciate you for joining us. Yes, sir. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. All right.
5: So early in the morning to be making out gotcha. what this man is saying on this song. What song is this?
3: Controller.
5: Control F Drake. Contro- That's
3: Controller. This whole time I didn't know that was Drake. No, no, that wasn't Drake. Drake's on the song. <laughs> oh, he is. You know what? Morning, everybody. It's DJ. Don't Drake MV. speak Patois? It, patois? Yeah, don't Drake speak
2: Patois?
3: <laughs> Why are you saying it like that,
0: like, man? What? Patois?
2: It is
5: Patois. Patois! <laughs> Who Patois is worse, Drake or Safari? Let's be honest about this. Hmm. Huh? Huh? Hmm. Come on, now it shouldn't be too hard of a decision. Who you take? I don't know. That is a that's a, that's, a <laughs> that's two number one seeds going at it for who got the worst patois. Uh,
3: it's, it's, you got the worst patois. That's it's true. not even patois. I don't, I don't try to
5: speak patois though. They actually try to speak
3: patois all the time. Can you stop saying that word, man. You're making me uncomfortable, bro. I'm making you uncomfortable. Yes. You just played a whole
5: song with a guy doing fake patois, but now I'm <laughs> making you uncomfortable. You know what? Okay.
3: Yeah, we got rumors on the way. What
5: we
0: talk about?
4: <laughs> well, let's talk about a show that might be coming back that you guys, I'm sure, all watched and loved.
0: This is the rumor report with Angela Yee.
4: Well, looks like Diddy might be bringing back one of his signature shows. And you might be thinking, is it coming to revolt? Doesn't look like it. Check it out.
3: MTV called
0: me out of nowhere <laughs> and was like, hey, what do you think about partnering and bringing making the band back? I was like, man, something's so great. Sometimes you don't need to mess with it. And I said, I don't think that there's a lot of new up-and-coming artists that could really handle my level of intense coaching. So I'm kind of on the fence about it. And I need your help. Say, at Diddy, hashtag, I want my MTB. Y'all thought the cheesecake was something.
5: Well, uh, while Diddy's waiting on whether he should bring Making the Band back or not, uh, BET has a show called The Next Big Thing, which premieres tonight at 9 p.m. The judges are Damon Dash, Tina Davis, Zaytovin. Uh, Nipsey Hussle is one of the coaches. Rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. And I'm hosting the finale of that, so. Why wouldn't Diddy do that or a vote? Because nobody watches Cause, Revolt. Probably
4: because MTV might own it also, maybe. Because nobody Who watches Revolt.
5: MTV probably does own it, but nobody watches Revolt. And um, Revolt probably just doesn't have the budget to do something of that magnitude.
4: Well, Seth Rogen said, I just want to see Dylon spit hot fire. Oh, so. damn.
5: Now, come on now. we are not bringing Dylon back if you're doing Making <laughs> a Band. This would be a whole new crop of people, right?
4: Well, Aubrey said that they're the ones that made that show, so they should be involved in it somehow.
5: Young Aubrey just needs a check. Now, I'm going to tell you what would be fun. If they bought back some of the original members of Making the Band, like Babs and Dylon, them to coach some some of, the, some of the new kids. That would make sense.
4: All right. Well, I but, guess... But if
5: you, y'all damn near 40 still trying to make man, I don't want to see that. So that looks that's looks just like going to be sad. Yeah.
4: Might be coming back. <laughs> All right. Now, let's talk about ASAP Rocky and his situation. We told you what happened in Sweden. We've seen the video footage that ASAP Rocky posted of two men harassing him, following him and it escalated into a situation where there was an altercation, and now ASAP Rocky is in jail. They're saying that he's in terrible conditions, by the way, while he's in jail. They said he's sleeping on a yoga mat, Um, he's in solitary confinement, and they said there's feces, all kinds of issues there. So, here's what ASAP Rocky's lawyer has to say now.
1: He's suspected of uh, an assault, but not a severe assault, as uh, the prosecutor wanted. But unfortunately found that there is a risk of him leaving the country, which I really don't understand why the court could find that, because he, he would be glad to come back to court trial later on. And I was very surprised about the district court's decision. So we will see what the Court of Appeals says. But I'm confident.
5: Now, why wouldn't A$AP Rocky go back? If Of course he would. He's Asap Rocky. Where
4: could he hide? Yeah. And how's he going to get out of the country? I emailed,
5: uh, what's his name, Brian Leach? That's his name? Brian Leach, yeah. yeah. my man Hovain uh, gave me Brian Leach's email yesterday. I emailed him and connected him with somebody that could help ASAP, but I don't know if Brian replied or not. Because I had a friend who was in the same exact situation, got into a fight in Sweden mm-hmm. earlier this year, mm-hmm. and they had him just sitting there. Mm-hmm. Same exact thing, telling him he's going to get a bunch of jail time, six years, something like that. Mm-hmm. But they got him home.
4: Yeah, they said the person in the cell next to him has severe mental issues and keeps slamming his head against the concrete wall and throwing his own feces around and Uh. they're not cleaning the feces up. He's only had one apple to eat in the past five days because the water isn't clean. And he just can't eat the food, and it's filthy.
5: Well, that guy that's slamming his head against that concrete wall is clearly not slamming his head against that concrete wall hard enough. Now, Tyler, Tyler, the creator
4: said, No more Sweden for me ever. Schoolboy Q said, I'm not going no more either. Hashtag Flacco. And T.I. reposted that and said, Well, there it is. Sweden's now officially outside of the culture on the no-go list until they free Flacco. It's up. And Little Yachty said, Me three will never hit Sweden again.
5: Me, for never been, never, never been. had any plans for going. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't see why I would go to Sweden.
4: All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor reports. Charlamagne,
5: yes. We giving that donkey too. Listen, man, uh, it's it's a it's a white devil out there named Michael Paul Adams. All right, we need him to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with him. And if you're upset that I called him a white devil, just wait until you hear the story. And if you're still upset after you hear the story of me, and, and uh, then you're
3: you're probably a white devil too. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ M V Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we were having this conversation. Actually, Michelle Obama was out in essence, and she was talking about marriage.
2: Thinking about marriage like we think about sports and like you picking your team. I mean, my husband is my teammate, and if, if we are going to win this game together, he has to be strong, and he has to be okay with me being strong. I do not want a weak. Player on my team, nor does he. But sometimes we accept weak in one another because it feels easy.
3: And that brought up this discussion about teammates and independence and relationships. So we were saying that if you are in a relationship, can you be independent? Angela Yee believes yes, you can.
4: Yes, I believe both people should have their own sense of independence, their own sense of self, their own sense of self worth. And I think that's important. I don't want to feel like I'm in a relationship and that person is dependent on me for certain things. I think that people should want to get to rely on you for things. They should want to, but that doesn't mean that they have to.
3: Now, um, me being married for 18 years and together with my wife for 25 years, uh, I, I'll be honest with you. There is no independence in my relationship. There Mine is, There is none. Like, I rely on my wife. My wife relies on me. We rely on each other there is no I don't make a move without her knowing without her, her understanding if I buy a pair of jeans if I go to the store I'm like babe I'm going to the store buy some jeans like it is what it is, it, it is and the same thing with her if she goes to get groceries babe I'm, I'm going to get groceries I'm, I'm spending this much that's just how we are but that's she's how we independent
4: enough to be able to go and get groceries and make those decisions well right? she's not
3: handicapped she's not uh, yeah, like she's in a you know, you know, wheelchair but you know <laughs> but we discuss and she can everything. go out with
4: her friends and go. she just went on a girls trip with her girls but Is it important to have your own individuality? Independence, though. That's but
3: that's just, that's just take somebody
5: like you said about self-worth, that's self-care. That's somebody, you know, taking time for themselves because you still have to be the best you in order for us to for us to be the best us.
3: We still have that discussion though even though she went. We had a discussion even though when I go somewhere, we have that Absolutely. discussion. Now, it's
4: not saying you can't discuss things, but you're still an independent person.
5: Oh I, I, I think I think I, I'm a happily married, man. I think once you get into a relationship with someone, it's a team. Uh, you're trying to win together. It's a union. Y'all are in this together. And I, I think, you know, saying that you're independent defeats the whole purpose of being on a team. There's nothing wrong with being dependent on your partner. And what Michelle Obama said is real. Two strong people come together to form a team. Celebrate that the same way we celebrate Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant coming together. Or Paul George and Kawhi Leonard coming together. Those players on that court are dependent on each other. So why do we look at relationships any different?
4: But I don't think that you can't. Like, I think two strong independent people come together and make a great team. But you're still an independent individual. Individual. Not when you're not, not, And not, I think that's an team. ideal situation when we're both super independent, super motivated, and we choose to come together.
5: Listen, you may have been an independent artist winning on your own, but once you sign to a major label, that independence is gone. Because you are partnering with someone, and that's fine because the end goal is for both of you to win. Sykes.
3: Yo. Yo, do you feel you could be independent in a relationship?
7: Yeah, you have to be independent in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Explain. And, well, I'm not going to tear and start. I've been that ain't guy, excuse my language, and had to be dependent of the other person. It didn't work out at all. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, you ha- if you can't take care of yourself, you can't help your partner out. Right. At
3: all. Yeah, and, and you know what, too? I tried to be independent in my relationship. I tried to do stuff on my own, and I'm the big bad man, and I gotta do this. It didn't work out well for me. Not at all. And I think
5: a lot of people not are looking at, at this from a financial level, and not an emotional, you know, spiritual, do it mental level. It's, it sounds like that last caller was talking about from a financial perspective.
3: Janet!
2: Hello. Hi, good morning, Breakfast Club.
3: Now, are we talking, can you be independent in a
2: relationship? Absolutely not. I was married before, and I couldn't rely on my ex-husband not even to drop off my daughter to the daycare. What's the point? You know? You share the responsibilities when you're in a, in a union. That's so a fact. So he
4: was dependent on you, but you weren't dependent on him. You but couldn't, I couldn't depend on him. Right, you couldn't depend on him. You had a weak teammate. Correct.
5: You had a teammate you couldn't trust in the fourth quarter with that But basketball. imagine
4: both of you were independent and responsible enough to handle those responsibilities. Right.
5: No, imagine both of y'all were strong teammates. Imagine he was just as good a player as you were.
3: Well,
6: he wasn't. That's why we didn't flourish.
3: Exactly. (laughs) Thank you, Mama. 800-585-1051. Can you be independent in a relationship? Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. We are The Breakfast Club. We're talking about being independent in a relationship. Michelle Obama was at Essence over the weekend, and she had this to say about marriages.
2: Thinking about marriage like we think about sports and like you picking your team. I mean, my husband is my teammate, and if if we are going to win this game together, he has to be strong, and he has to be okay with me being strong. I do not want to weak player on my team, nor does he. But sometimes we accept weak in one another because it feels easy.
3: So we're asking eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. can you be independent in relationships? Yee doesn't agree necessarily.
4: Yeah, I wouldn't want somebody to try to smother me and not allow me to make my own decisions and be an independent person. Now I love the fact that I can call my man and get his opinion on things and get his support, but I know that I'm very capable of doing things and I know he's very capable of doing things and I actually love that about him.
3: But you know what, also like in, in my household, I guess it was is how you raise. like even with me, I don't know how your finances are set up, but, like, I don't have separate accounts. There is no my account, my wife's account, joint account. There is none of that. There is not my shoebox, her shoebox. No. My wife knows everything that comes in. She knows everything that goes out. I know everything that comes in with her and everything that goes... It it is what it is. That's just how we Yeah, but
4: knowing things is good. That's great. But I'm saying I love the fact that he can function financially without me and I can function financially without him. And then when you come together, to me, that's the ultimate power team.
5: When you are a part of a team, you have to run everything past your teammates. The coach doesn't just pull, you know, Kawhi Leonard to the side and say, hey, Kawhi, this is your play. No, you got to tell the whole team to play because every player on that court is involved in said play, even if you are the star player. So I don't see how you can be independent when you are a part of a team.
3: Travis, Travis, good morning. Hey, good morning. Yeah, I wanted to get my uh, my
1: opinion. I just don't think it's cool if you celebrate your independence. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I'll give an example. My girl, she was in school for a while. I held her down, you know, while she was in school. And um, pretty much, once she once she graduated, it was um you know she wanted to you know go on trips and you know do this, buy a house, and it's like you know that wasn't conducive to what we was doing at the time, you know what I mean? And so you know I'm 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 doing my entrepreneur thing and I'm trying to get my businesses off the ground. So it was like once she graduated, you know it would be nice if you you know partner up with me, team up, let's do this. But you know going on vacations and you know just trying to celebrate her independence because she had been I guess dependent for so long. You know what
3: I mean? All right. Hello. Hey, good morning, y'all. What's your name, bro? My name, King. I'm out of Duval. All right, what? Duval. What y'all <laughs> still say that? No. Yeah, they still. <laughs> when we talk about being independent in a relationship, what do you think?
7: All right, I actually agree with Angela, and I agree with Charlamagne. And I'm gonna be quick about this, but basically,
3: um, I stepped into my relationship with nothing. Uh, I didn't, I, you know, I was living in an apartment with no hot, with no lights, and no water. You know what I'm saying? and my wife based on her independence, the independence decided that she was going to deal with me anyway. Now, you know, 10
1: years later, the time times have turned, I'm working, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, and now we're a union. We, we decided when we got together that we was going to be that one team based off of, you know, just love and not off of my independence and her independence because if she would have threw me away... We probably wouldn't be together
5: right now. Yeah, I would like to know people's definition of independence. I see a lot of people's definition of independence has to do with finances. To me, that's a whole other conversation, whether or not you should have your own money. But when you are joining a team with someone, I'm talking emotional, mental, spiritual union. Rebecca.
6: Yes. Can you be independent in a relationship? You really cannot. I mean, you can be strong, like Michelle Obama said. You need a strong player. So, again, like I was telling her earlier, my thing is, I got a man who he depends on everything. I feel like I'm sometimes burdened with it because mm-hmm. he depends on me. I'm good at what I do or whatever I care, I love, and I'm very, you know what I'm saying, efficient on paperwork and all that. But my thing is, don't depend on me for everything. Mm-hmm. And you better have a social life because I have one because the moment you look at the time that I'm coming in, I'll be later. Right. So again, you understand? So, and that's <laughs> respecting you're <laughs> <being on> him <laughs> at the same time, but we have to have... This, I mean, I left him at a dealership I took him yesterday to the dealership I get up at 7 o'clock in the morning I took him to the dealership Now he could have done all that by himself and Let me get my rest But I did it And the moment he put his hand up and said I'm on the phone, I'm taking care of something That means you could do it yourself Independently, I got in my car Drove home and went to sleep <laughs> He four or five hours later Drove up with his car There you go, you did it on your own You're independent I mean, my <laughs> thing is You could have done all this by yourself Why you, you don't need me? You understand? You need me for certain things. But if like mm-hmm. that, guess what? I bet you, my back against the wall, you're going to be defended. Yeah, I think it's important to have you. your own you, sense of autonomy
4: and independence at times. Hey. And it's nice to know that you can rely on somebody, but. Not
5: listen, in my man. relationship. I, I, I'm, for I'm, myself. This is how two. I feel
4: from my relationship. When I'm married,
5: Envy's married. You know what I'm saying? I think it's different when you get and married. And I think for
4: women it's different too. I think I've been in relationships where men tend to be very controlling and want you to be dependent on them. And that's no. why it's always been important to me to be able to take care of myself and have my own and be a strong woman. Because that way I bring a lot more to the relationship when I don't feel like I have to depend on anyone. I think
5: that when you're a part of a team, y'all are dependent on each other. I know I'm dependent on my wife, but I got a strong-ass wife. I have a great teammate. And there's nothing wrong with being dependent on your partner. And Michelle Obama said it. When two strong people come together to form a team, that's the sh-. You know what I'm saying? We should celebrate that. How are we more excited about Kyrie and Kevin Durant forming a team and coming together, and Paul George and Kawhi Leonard forming a team and coming together? How are we celebrate that more than we do that in, do in relationships?
4: No, it's great. It's great when it's a choice yeah. and not a necessity.
5: My
3: look, my my wife is my team player, my teammate. Yes, she's the strongest one in the family like to the point I, they gave me some tea this morning because I, I my, my throat was messed up and now my butt is messed up and you, you know who I texted my wife babe I just had some tea and you my come was me? Acting up. And She was like, babe, but well, maybe she take this, that, and the other. You know why? Because she's my teammate.
5: Hey, so I'm sitting right here across from you and I'm your teammate, but you ain't tell me about your butt. <laughs> see, see. I, I Tell me about your butt. No,
3: know.
4: I just find it very attractive when somebody can handle business. <laughs> I'm
3: your teammate. You're you not in here independent. Forget forget you think you're in here independent? Forget it, man. Look, look, I call my wife when I want to dunk. I don't need nothing from you. You throw me an alley-oop. <laughs> so, I'll get right up on that room. <laughs> see, all right. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, we got we got rumors coming up. Now, well,
4: thank goodness when you. Williams is an independent person because now she's out of her relationship, handling her own business, and we'll tell you what she has to say about her dating life.
3: All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Wendy Williams.
5: It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah.
0: This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club.
4: All right, so Wendy Williams. Yesterday she was talking about her health news. She's had some health concerns, and here's what she revealed.
2: And I'm I'm unsteady on my feet. You know, I got the vertigo and lymphedema, by the way. I've been diagnosed. It's not going to kill me, but I do have a machine. And how dare you talk about the swelling of it all. And I've got it under control and if my feet and lower um, things never go all the way down, at least I have this machine I got fitted for
4: All right, so yeah, she has something called lymphedoma. And uh, in addition to that, she's dating somebody new, but she's not gonna tell you his name so y'all don't mess it up.
2: I'm not in love, but there's somebody that I'm crazy about. It's not who you think, (laughs) okay? Mother doesn't deal with children. But it just so happens that I guess with my charm and wit, I attract people of all ages. But when it comes time for the comfort of a man, I need somebody in his 50s too. And he's gotta work. It helps that he's a doctor. I am not going to say one more word. You're not going to blow this for me. But he's been married. His kids are in their 20s. And yes, he's black.
3: Wasn't she with Old Boy about a week ago? Did she was with a
2: 27
4: year old, but it wasn't her man. She was having fun. Okay.
5: Drop on the clues bombs for Wendy Williams. just twisting that night. She's having a Kelvin hot girl Hunter. summer. All right. Kelvin Hunter <laughs> got to hear all of these stories every other week. Meanwhile, he's out here pawning jewelry, allegedly. She can't be crazy about this. Sneakers.
3: She can't be crazy about this guy after two days, though.
5: Man, this is all about twisting the knife on Calvin. Uh, all back, right, go back, go back, go back. What'd you say Calvin was doing? I didn't hear you. Uh, Pawning and jewelry and um, selling sneakers, allegedly. That's How, a story I read. In, how's um, the
4: baby? I don't know.
5: That's a story <laughs> I read in, uh, what was that publication? I don't remember. In Touch, okay. One touch Weekly, one of them. It's in Touch, That's our magazine,
2: sorry.
4: All right. All right.
5: We are the editor-in-chief of Touch Weekly.
4: Larsa <laughs> Pippen was on Hollywood so good, Unlocked man. Uncensored, and she was talking to Jason Lee about the whole Jordan and Tristan scandal and saying that it wasn't a one-time thing that they kissed. Here's what she said. Well, I called Kim. And I was she didn't like, believe me. No, she didn't believe us. <laughs> she didn't believe me. She was like, "No way. There's no way." And then we called Courtney, and Courtney was like, "Yeah, I believe it." But why would Courtney believe it and not Kim? There were other situations okay. where they were in the same room together, okay. and like it was like a weird feeling. I gotcha. And gotcha. Courtney was in that room. All right. So yeah, and according to Jeffrey Starr, a makeup artist. He says that they're, everybody kind of knew that they were hooking up together before that incident happened.
5: Hey, drop on the clues bombs for Jason Lee. I think uh, Jason Lee is messy. I think he's <laughs> ruthless. I think he's conniving. And I like what he's doing. All right? I like what he has built. Drop on the clues bombs for Jason Lee again, damn it. I like what Jason is out here doing.
4: And shout out to Melissa Ford as well.
5: Yes, salute to Melissa Ford.
4: All right, now Lala Anthony, while she was in New Orleans, she was living her best life and she ended up winning $68,000. She came up. In the slot machine. Is that amazing? So she put it on her social media, on her Instagram story. She said, it all started when I put $200 in a slot machine at NOLA at 4 a.m. this morning. And then you see all the bells and whistles going off. And she said, we went crazy, but wait, the machine kept going. And then at the end, grand total, $68,000. I love
3: Lala, but I think that was a setup are you a I, hater I am. are you a big ass hater I think what they do is They, they look at certain <laughs> celebrities that play And they allow them to win Because people are going to want to play How many, Your mom, My mom went gambling oh, so man. many times My mom ain't win $200 My pops go gambling all the time He can't win $200 She
5: only played $200 too You see that? Way, to win that
3: You, you know what
4: you. I, The most I ever won in a slot machine Was in the Bahamas Right outside of Nobu And I was with my friend I was broke I had no money it was her birthday weekend, and we walked out of the restaurant. I put some money in. I think I played for like two minutes. I won twenty-four hundred dollars.
3: See, that's exciting. That, that was a set. I think they did that. And as then, a you set. know what I
4: did? I walked away. Because some people keep playing. I was like, oh, I'm good.
3: Cash me out. You know how many people go into that casino this weekend because Lala hit the sixty-eight thousand. Now I will say, and you, know, and you
5: know I love Lala. That's my. That's the homie. But it did look a little strange that she had the camera recording right at that moment. You see, both times when she. You won. see, that's what I said. It looked a little strange. That's
4: right. Well, it looks like they were lined up, so she yeah, but she took won twice. Picture. She won and two And then the, times. those rings, those bells go off for a while. It, like they go off until somebody mm. walks over yeah. and give well. and sees. That's what happened. So because that's what happened to me. It, it went on for like a couple of minutes before somebody from the casino comes over to you, and then that's when they turn and everyone's looking at you.
5: Well, I see people saying hot girls up ten because Lala won that sixty eight thousand. I just want you to know that no. She's not giving y'all a goddamn dime. <laughs> your rent is still due, hot girl. Oh my All right. Sister knife. Pay that pay no, pay that rent, please.
3: All
4: right, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report.
3: All right, Revolt. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is next. Get your request in. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now shout to Master P for joining us this morning.
5: Salute to the OG living legend Master P. Uh you gotta give people their flowers while they're here to smell them. And Master P definitely deserves all the flowers. Especially being me being from the South from South Carolina, you know, a brother from the South. When I saw Master P on the Forbes list back in the day, yo, like, mm-hmm. I was like, wow, what can I not do? Coming from the South. It ain't even about no hip-hop and no rap. Just seeing that brother who I used to listen to his music, mm-hmm. Ice Cream Man, Nobody Can Sell Crack Like This, mm-hmm. guy that made records like that on the Forbes list. I was like, wow. So salute to Master P. Absolutely. And, you know, we didn't give a moral of the story for the topic we were discussing earlier. The the whole can you be independent in a relationship and Michelle Obama talking about having a strong teammate. You were flirting with me, so I just got out of Dodge, Mm -hmm. but go ahead. Well, the the moral of the story for me is I think that you only feel a sense of independence in a relationship when, to Michelle Obama's point, you have a weak partner. When you have a strong teammate, you know that you can depend on in a real way,
3: it's no need for independence. All right, well, when we come back, we got the positive note, don't move, it's The Breakfast Club, good morning. E.J. Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy, we are The Breakfast Club. Now, um, you got a positive note for the people?
5: Yes, the positive note is simply this, man. Uh, When you feel lonely and sad, remember these four things. I feel the love of those who are not physically around me. I take pleasure in my own solitude. I am too big a gift to this world to feel self-pity. And I love and approve of myself.
0: Breakfast club, bitches! You all finished or you all done?